I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Let's continue our conversation concerning the Nuggets and Suns before we look ahead to tonight's NBA playoff action. And, Joe, you know, it's fascinating when we talk about Jokic and how he can basically take over a basketball game. Certainly did that in the second half. And and Mm -hmm. there's a certain emphasis and, you know, I hate to call it just motivation because I think everybody's motivated, but there's a certain level of intensity that the Nuggets really bring to each and every basketball game. And it's funny that, you know, like Bruce Brown, you know, hung 23 points, five rebounds in just 25 minutes of work. But it's one of those things where because they constantly had that intensity and Michael Malone has proven himself to be a great defensive mastermind and now he's incorporating uh, better offensive philosophies to the floor, it is intriguing that we never have questions about the depth of the Nuggets. We always do with the Suns, you know, throughout, you know, even after the, the KD trade, we had questions about it. But it's fascinating that the Nuggets have become this complete basketball team. And it does go back to this conversation about the Celtics, where Denver has been playing more dynamically, offensively and defensively, for the entire season. But it's almost as if we wanted to ignore that. And yet, it it was staring, you know, right in our face that Denver is very much a championship caliber basketball team. And yeah, they got the one seed, so I'm not going out on some limb here, but there is a depth and intensity to this squad that we absolutely saw in game five. And if they bring that again, who the heck is going to stop them? Well, we certainly uh, saw that coming out of halftime. It was just a domination, putting up 39 points. They outscore Phoenix 39 to 25. And Jokic scored 17 in that quarter alone. Yeah, I mean, you're right. And it isn't about, is there going to be a third score? It's like, okay, this game, is it going to be this guy? Or is it going to be that guy? And then, and then Brown, the uh, the game last night, like you mentioned, that nobody nobody saw coming. So that's the lead from the game and not Sean Payton and Russell Wilson courtside, chumming it up. See, Another guys, we're NFL getting along. That, was that not on our NBA broadcast last night? Again? Yes, it was on our again, NBA broadcast last again. night. Yes, it was. Over yeah. and over and over again. I know. <laughs> yes. It was kind of strange. It was like they're they're acting for the cameras. It was it was kind of amusing, but no, you're right. I, I we've we've talked about this throughout the year. Why does Denver everything Denver get ignored when it comes to the NBA? Was it Jokic fatigue? It was always yeah yo, yeah Jokic, but oh, yeah Jokic did that. Okay, great, but oh big triple another triple double last night. Ho hum. By the way, he's averaging a triple double in the series. 
it's just ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Um, but but you're right. They people are just looking elsewhere. They'd rather go elsewhere when giving a credit, making making a favorite in the NBA uh, for the NBA title. I do think part of the reason is they have received some hype in the past. They weren't this good, typically, you know, that four or five seed range, and then they bow out fairly early. Oh, sad. Yeah. I was muted again. I'm sorry. This Damn is their donkey. year. It, it, it pizza at 924, Aaron, the, is too early. <laughs> pounding the table for the Nuggets and Jokic because they've had all these injuries the past two seasons as well, you know? And so if it's not this year, I mm -hmm. don't know when because you really need everything to be going your way and it seems to be happening for them. And uh, I'm excited. I'm happy for Jokic too. He's always been the one doing his part. Now he's actually getting contributions from his teammates. Uh, let me ask you guys this. You're making the odds. There's disagreement in the betting market. We see the potential path for teams. Would you make Denver the favorite, Aaron, to win the title? They yes. are most places this morning. Most places do with the Denver Nuggets. So I looked, you know, ahead at the Nuggets Lakers during the regular season, and I, you really can't look into that because they played in October and December. You know, it's just like mm -hmm. the Lakers are a totally different team now. So. Um, the Nuggets won two out of three during the regular season. But, yeah, I think the Nuggets definitely should be the favorite. And they are, aren't they? Uh, they are most places. And they're okay. uh, elsewhere it's different. Yeah, BetMGM, just for the West, it's Nuggets plus 120, Lakers plus 140. Like they are really <laughs> now, now, crazy. Now, part of that is, you know, the Lakers only need one win out of three to advance. Mm -hmm. The Nuggets need one win out of two to advance. And so I think that that's partially why the, the numbers are where they are. But to have co-favorites at BetMGM to win it all, Nuggets and Lakers yeah. at three to one, that's the part that I find surprising because the Nuggets have home court and it's a sizable home court advantage given the altitude in Denver but we believe in LeBron James. We believe in AD. We believe in this newly revamped Lakers offense. So yeah. I, I guess I understand where it comes from, but yeah. But I think Lakers home packs. court will be really good for the Nuggets, you know, with that altitude, mm -hmm. having that. Because also in this current series with the Suns, one knock on the Nuggets, guys, is they haven't won in Phoenix yet. Don't you need to see that from a championship team? Like, you've got to go win one on the road. That does concern me. One thought to that, it, and I think this goes back to kind of the, the landscape of the NBA, specifically this season. You know, we champion, okay, you say, all right, they're the best team that season. What if this year's champion is just not that good compared with other champions? say Denver isn't as successful on the road than at home. Let's say the Celtics do win two more advanced to the Eastern Conference Finals and all this all these criticisms are for naught and Boston, you know, mm -hmm. makes a run and that's that. Well, there's some real defensive concerns for them and they're not driving to the paint very much. So there are some serious problems with them. I just wonder if maybe we're going to see whomever wins this championship and say, "Okay, they deserve it." But hopefully they make some significant changes for next season because if certain teams are healthy, then I'm going to go in another direction.
I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Any of these teams trailing right now, are any of them going to come back? You've got Heat up 3-1, Lakers up 3-1, Denver up 3-2, now Philadelphia up 3-2. Remind you, Boston was down 3-2 going to Milwaukee last year, and then they won their last Mm -hmm. two. Yeah, yeah, that's where you would go? Yeah, I mean, the Celtics could still pull it off, Uh, and I wouldn't be horribly surprised if that happened. I mean, you know, Tyrese Maxey to go off the way he did. Uh, can you expect another performance like that? Or can you expect James Harden to hang 40 uh, in another contest? Like you can see the Sixers uh, being anemic offensively all the way around for two games. That, that I think is possible. Wow. Six. Okay. So the series price plus 165 on the Boston side and something Ed, that you bring up all the time and the people just assume, well, oh, the, you're not going to lose at home, right? Philadelphia in seven is plus 425. That could happen. Yeah. 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 I really like that. I mean, this idea that home teams win game sevens, I mean, there are many, many historic examples of home teams losing in a game seven, you know, playing Mm -hmm. tightly or it's a defensive matchup, and then you know the ball bounces one way or another way, whatever. I mean, by the time you get to Game Seven, everybody's exhausted, and so maybe you know some random fresh legs go out there and hang 25, 30 points, and that's all it took. So Game Sevens can be ugly, and so sometimes that can favor the road team. You take the crowd out, of it. and they just proved last night how they can win there. It's not going to yeah. intimidate them. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. That's an interesting angle. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what's interesting also is this whole narrative that we've had in the NBA about like the center position no longer being relevant. And now we're seeing (laughs) all these big men in in this year. Some of these even surprising teams like Anthony Davis is playing well. Embiid is finally healthy. Jokic, it's crazy. Um, You know, just looking at the trend and how the NBA is playing small. And now all of a sudden it's like, You've got these big dudes dominating. Like Aiton. Who's that for? Especially Aiton. Yes. Great point. Right. Bob. Yes. He has single handedly <laughs> taken over nothing. Absolutely nothing. Okay. As for tonight, Miami Heat, New York Knicks. Miami can close this series out at the Garden, but it's the Knicks favored by three and a half. No juice either way. Total 209 and a half. Another low total here, Joe. Will the Heat close this out, or should we expect a game six? Yes, they will. They will close this one out uh, on the road in the Garden tonight as three-and-a-half-point underdogs. Um, But, yeah, Miami has covered all four games in the series. Their one loss, remember, was without Jimmy Butler, and they did cover that game because nobody gave them a chance, and it, it came down to the very end of that contest and the heat have won four of their last five as straight up underdogs. 
this Knicks offense is a problem. We've all seen it, and, and we've talked about it throughout the series. Quickly did not play the other day. He is doubtful to go tonight. I, I wonder if Josh Hart is back in the starting lineup, if Tibbs does, uh, goes back on that de- decision from the last game. It's, it's Brunson by himself right now. That that's how it certainly feels like. I I know Randall is putting up some, you know, some stats in the box score, but it's not like I mean he's turning the ball over way too much. It's not the Randall that we saw in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it might be over for the Knicks. This is. I'm wondering if I should just sprinkle Heat money line, or do I just oh, yeah. you know take plus oh, yeah. three and a half in case it is a close game i know normally the spreads haven't mattered but back at the garden you know are you going to get an all-out effort from the knicks i mean it seems to me that the heat win um but i don't know if i should just take the points plus three and a half just in case it's tight but i gotta say it's not (laughs) maybe i just bet both just in case Maybe so. Yeah, hedge your bet. I, I think that's fine. I, I, you know, it's one of those deals where I am nervous to play a side because it, not so much the the number matters very much, but I mean, mm-hmm. we've seen the the zigzag theory come up many times in these playoffs, where once you think a team is done, turns out they they have some fight left in them, and you can see Miami dropping one, you know, in some way, shape, or form. I mean, yeah, Jimmy Butler has been phenomenal these fourth quarters, but I mean, the Knicks have shown us in certain times this regular season they, they can go off offensively to, to hang 110 120 something like that and miami is not going to keep up if say this turns into a shootout so in that regard uh that makes sense one prop though that i feel really comfortable with uh regardless of how this game can turn out there are multiple paths that this could uh you know take place but i'm going to go back to the well i'm going to go back to julius randall and I'm looking at points and oh, rebounds no. under 32 and a half at minus okay. 120. That one okay. I feel really good about. Uh, you because love fading my guy. I love fading your guy, Aaron. I'm under 32 <laughs> and a half points plus rebounds. This is a situation where if the Knicks are completely collapsing and it's over, well, then he goes under that number. But if the Knicks get into a bit of a shootout, then it's going to be other guys, I think, stepping up for them. And hey, if he goes over that number, then, you know, it happens. But I still want to have a little bit of wiggle room just in case the Knicks have some fight left. So. One prop I was looking at, sometimes I like to look elsewhere besides the star players. Our guy, Kyle Lowry, K-Lo, over 14 and a half points and assists. I mean, he had 15 points the last game, 14 points the game before that. So, you know, and he's got four assists in the last two games as well. Now in game two, he only had, let's see, 12 was his points plus assist number. But in every other game, he's gone well over that. So I'm looking at that because I think either with the points or the assists, if he's just dishing it out, uh, he could get over that number. Well, he's playing more minutes this series than the last one. Uh, 26 minutes uh, Monday night in the win, 25, 31, and 30. The playing time is there for that. So I think that makes a lot of sense, Joe. The Butler number's dropping. Have you noticed this? Last series, before the ankle, it was getting into the 30s, and he hasn't touched 30 this series, 25, 28, 27. And so now the number is sitting at 27 and a half. 
playoff Jimmy could close it out tonight in New York. Yeah. I, I could see him having a big time performance. He could, but you know, he could also want to say it, not save it for home. I mean, that's silly, but it's also possible for the Knicks just yeah. to have an offensive explosion. And if it's going to happen, sure. it will be in game five. So wonder if there are ways to kind of hedge that, so to speak. Like, maybe Butler keeps up in some way, but, I, I mean, if the, again, if the Knicks score 120, the Heat won't get won't match that. I can't see that happening. So. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go off the board, and maybe we'll finally get to this NFL scheduling stuff right here on the wow. BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.